Welcome back to another episode of Not Enough Asian by 1.5 Chinese Podcast. What? what? Why you sound so sian? This is the first recording of the new year and it's been raining cats and dogs every damn day for the last two freaking weeks. I know. I'm actually wearing socks at home because it's so cold. <laughs> like freaking winter time in Singapore, can you imagine? Yeah. How has the year started for you? Well, this year has been quite okay so far. I mean, like now we are only left with two more days to the end of January. Uh, so we're recording four. this on the 29th. Yeah, it's week four or month one in 29th. I know. And I just came back from my personal holiday at the beginning of the month. So I actually felt really refreshed. Although there was some kind of a little bit of anxiety entering the new year because I know that um, the first half is going to be really crazy because I already have projects lined up to like April, May already. So yeah. yeah. What uh, about you? Just looking at my calendar and trying not to freak out. Same. So, um, <laughs> so far this month, uh, it's been week, week four of the year, right? There's been a wedding, um, about 30 hours of flying. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> 30 hours. And shocking news at work. Plus the Chinese New Year, which is just and uh, not ended, sorry, still going in Chinese New Year. So just week four and try to tell yourself to breathe, but like looking at things and the speed of how things are going, not sure if we can breathe. So the question of today's topic is, is the new year panning out to be what you imagine? Yes. So we're talking about having enough of anxieties. <laughs> yeah, Freaking week 4 of 2023 and we're talking about enough of anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. Eh. What's wrong with us? I don't know. Like, can you tell how this, is, this year is going and how ironic we were just last month? I know. Like we were so... We were like, oh, we're done with the year. Oh, okay. Excited for the new year. But I know I like, actually got a lot of anxiety coming in. And then the <laughs> when anxiety hits in. Well, <laughs> this year, uh, right, right now, we're speaking on behalf of a lot of Chinese people because it's just celebrating Chinese New Year just last week and it's still going till next week, right? And the general anxiety of things, um, it feels like we are trying to get back the time we have lost to COVID, especially now during Chinese New Year, you have so many visiting because the last few years has been all kinds of bullshit of five packs, like 10 packs, like eight packs, like, or you can't return back home to visit your family if you don't live in Singapore. Like uh, visiting family is a very in- integral part of Chinese New Year for those who are not from the region. Um, it's Christmas, but bigger, but redder in Asia. Chinese New Year means eating, gambling, gossiping, and a lot mm. of um, chit-chatting, catching up, like, basically, for people who you see once a year. Yeah, so this year, like, I mean, like, since we're on the topic of Chinese New Year, it's the first time in, like, two or three years that there is no more hit counts to, to you know, to be made, splitting out the family. So during my re- reunion dinner a couple of weeks back, I was very overwhelmed by the noise level in the house. Because it's something that I've not heard in a long time. And everybody was just like chatting across like the living room, the dining room. I'm just like, okay, guys, calm down. Everybody calm down. (laughs) My three aunts together alone, I have a migraine. It's horrible. But anyway, yeah. So getting back to the more than 10 packs and almost a 30, I think at one point my house had like 20 people. So it was like a major gathering all at once uh, during mm. time period. And yeah, so it's really catching back the times we have lost to COVID and, you know, the whole reunion spirit of Chinese New Year. Yeah, it feels good, but it comes with a lot of um, 
society anxiousness and awkwardness of people that you have not seen for a while and you feel like suddenly you feel like wow I don't have enough time to to see a lot of people or like time is running out for the older folks that you've not seen for a while yeah agree and then I was like sharing with Joyce the anxiety of like being um closer to the mid-30s as another issue is like you know every Chinese New Year not every Chinese New Year because I've just seen a lot of people in the last two years right mm. it's like it's like a meet the parent session this time around yeah don't feel much until you see those people who actually wants to know what's going on in your life and like secretly judging you right I know like this time around during reunion dinner some of my cousins brought their other half like those that uh, you know more of like finalize that they're gonna get married in the next half a year or two, a year or two. Mm. And then like during the first year of Chinese New Year, my brother also brought his other half around. And I remember while I was having my very, very nice lunch, like shoving food into my mouth, suddenly somebody came up to me and be like, oh, hi, Mikshan, so when are you bringing yours? I, could, I almost wanted to vomit out everything that I ate because like, I just couldn't stomach it anymore. <laughs> no, but it's the same all around, right? So like, like similar to you, um, on Gen 8, I already went for a wedding. So it's very it's very early in the year. And then wedding, then Chinese New Year. And then Chinese New Year, like you have people who are in their late 30s or mid the mid-20s that brought their other half and say that, you know, we're gonna get married soon. And you also have people who are 45 who bought their new boyfriend to the- Wow. So That's it's nice. a variety of people. And then there are people who are got married and they bring their newborn out this year, which is very nice to see, you know, like mm. are finally getting back to the normal pace for for like but to be honest do you have any anxiety like you know time is running out or like you have accepted the fact that okay it is what it is and I'm just gonna accept it yeah I really know that time is running out because literally next time I turn 35 but the fact <laughs> the, the fact that the apparent fact that this is happening like that you know imagine that and that milestone that you have thought to yourself like 10 I know wow I'm old by the time I turn 35 it's actually around the corner eh. I know I re- I still have my diary that I wrote when I was 15 or 16 like there's this like life kind of plan out yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then when I reached that milestone I was like oh 25 need to get married have kids ah 25 I know lah still still new 28 they oh yeah I'll meet somebody oh sorry too busy at work oh, sorry I'm not 32 yeah. already bam 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 and it's here <laughs> what the heck have I done so definitely seeing all these people and and being like literally nobody asked lah okay just seeing all these people and things happening you'll be like what the heck did I done in the, have I done in the last <laughs> <laughs> people have, like have a car have a house have a kid and everything already then it's like all the things that you have been running away from or like trying to get your head to say that you know I am actually okay it's like the the thing comes back to question the anxiety comes back to question like am I actually you know and then that mm. devil in your head or the little satan comes out and question like ooh you know what have you done but then I know yeah and the, the little devil has been dormant for a while and or you're trying to diminish the size of the devil in your head but because seeing these people and things and you're like ooh this little devil is just like getting bigger and bigger but you know what we have learned across the years to cope how to cope with this and it's not so bad it's not so bad but it's just you know coming back out and it's triggering a little bit of Exactly. Yeah, especially when we are meeting everybody at once. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I don't think it will matter to us in the next couple of months because like, we probably don't see so many what people. <laughs> Who yeah. are you? Exactly. So like, talk about 
you know, get not enough time and everything. Like you already have, like remember last last episode about the intent and you have like so much mm. that you want to do that you have not enough time. Now it's like, oh my God, not enough time. Never mind. Still not leaving enough <laughs> societal expectations. Wow, what am I doing here? Like so it's just so many things coming out in your head, right? So yeah. yeah. Getting the year started hasn't been easy because you're now going to get through the hurdle of Chinese New Year festivities and relatives, right? And then yeah. Fulfill it's almost your- over though. It's almost over. So it's okay. Yes. <laughs> go and back to normal life where I feel less. Don't see people as much. <laughs> Don't see people. So like fulfilling New Year resolution portion, uh, getting the year started. It's just a little bit fuzzy now, but you know, try and get back hmm. to of things. Yeah. Then what about work? Everything okay? I was just sharing with Joyce that um, yeah, it's going to be a bit difficult to schedule our podcast meetings because I'm traveling quite a little bit in the next couple of months. Yeah, getting back yeah. like, the time we've lost also seems <laughs> yeah. so everybody wants to travel. So Misha is very busy traveling. Um, For work, not personal. <laughs> did her personal travel already. So like, we also did, like, I just came back from Vegas about a week ago. So that is also a work thing, right? And yeah, so those schedule, the schedule of work we see now is a little bit crazy this year because everything is literally back to normal and um uh there there have been like layoffs going around the tech industry so there's a bit of anxiety surrounding that but at the same time the the beauty of meeting a lot of people uh, relative this period was also that i hear quite a few people getting new jobs with better package Mm, is it okay Uh, that's good to know pros and cons to the depending on which industry sector you're in like in the tech space is a little bit scary now but you know in manufacturing and product management related um there is still hope and i think biomedical is still going very well um definitely honestly quite strange because in the last two weeks there has been several recruiters calling and asking about marketing roles um Mm. in tech and in other areas so take it positively actually it's not as bad as we think that's good that's good to know yeah but hopefully that stays um and and things recover from june onwards but that that is on the work front right so can't really mm. that. um can only think about what you would want to do and how you can do your current work better la. there's just there's literally nothing you can do about that mm. that's work. true yeah <laughs> like, my work mm. has been busy like i was telling joyce when i was so i was in japan the last two weeks of Actually, no, the last week of 2022 till um, early of this month. And then I was actually quite happy when I was there. Like, didn't think about work because it was, like, concluding the very busy year that I had. But then, like, I was also constantly knowing, like, at the back of my head, I know that, okay, the moment we hit 2023, the moment I'm back at work, that's it. Because I have a project that's upcoming in three months and there's a lot of things that are still uncertain, like, things that are not, Things that are supposed to be done is not done yet. So the anxiety kicks in. The first day of work, I went back to office. I'm just like, okay, what's next? <laughs> Tell me. Like, like you, we had the same thought, right? Because <laughs> from the Christmas week or the week before Christmas, then uh, we know that the moment 25th hits, like after Chinese New Year is where things officially starts, which is like yep. now. And for you, it's coming true. For me, I, which I imagine now will be like, wow, you know, start everything. And then I look back at my office this week. Nobody's back. <laughs> My <laughs> office too. I was telling Joyce and like, I went to the office, there wasn't anybody because everybody's on New Year's break. And then, I mean, not just that, okay. 
our colleagues are not around, it's fine. Yeah. The clients are not around, so, so how do I get the work done? All this hype about, oh, let's do it after Chinese New Year. Nobody is freaking around with anything. <laughs> and then next week, is still Chinese New Year celebration. Like, we still have an office celebration. So, up until next week, we're still useless. Eh, to <laughs> Technically, no one is working. And then as we're speaking, I'm actually... um going to the airport tonight because I have a flight tomorrow for my first business trip of 2023 for something that is going to happen in three months but nothing is done yet <laughs> getting back the time we've lost it seriously literally yeah, oh my up. god the anxiety is real like, I'm not kidding like while I was preparing for this business trip right there were so many questions in my head it's like oh my god can I make the timeline am I able to do it but then at the, at the same time it's just like there's no choice you have to do it because <laughs> oh. it's fixed yeah it does feel a little bit like that just on week four of 2023, you have no choice, but you have to do it. So, yeah, the reason why we have pivoted this this month's episode is like literally we changed this topic about half an hour ago. So, yeah. we really wanted to reflect what we truly feel about the year uh, right now in week four of 2023 and remind ourselves that there are a lot of variations, factors that we cannot control and it's better to be recognize your anxiety now than, you know, try to deal with like try to like go on a different entire different trajectory of acting out of how the how the anxiety can hit you. So I think just now we were talking about the work portion, which a lot of things is not within our control. Huh? Yeah. Or bullshit are uh, people who say that oh there's nothing I can do about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, we recognize right that there's nothing we can do. We just go on with our life uh, at work, right? Yeah. Okay. So then we talk about um Chinese New Year gathering and the societal expectations. So how are you coping with all your relatives questioning you? Well, we questioned you in December already, like when I said, <laughs> and the rest of our friends group. So how are you recognizing that? I think part of me is just like, I am accepting it. That it's going to be a common question, like a FAQ kind of thing when they see Meisha Mashita, for sure. For sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, there's no answer for this. And then I was telling you, I said, huh, how to meet people? Like, I've been traveling so much for work already. Next month, half a month, I'm not even in Singapore. So what? Who do I meet? The I'm, pilot? <laughs> the steward? Flashback to last month's, uh, two months ago episode, last month's episode. Literally, when she said, oh, maybe this year I will try and meet someone. And I was like, really, man? You got time? <laughs> She just ignore me and move on. Then right now, week four into 2023, let it be known that she has no time until April for herself or any other male figure to enter <laughs> her life, okay? Except my brothers and my dad. At <laughs> least be very clear, she has acknowledged that she's anxious, she don't have time, and she really doesn't. <laughs> I think that's the first step to this. <laughs> yes, it's like a rehab program. You got to first recognize I freaking don't have time to do this eh. and then I gotta like prioritize my life eh. so that's what she's doing right now she's acknowledging the intent that she has set out in December not gonna work week 4 of the it's not gonna work yeah it's not gonna work <laughs> but if you got leads you can still send in to us lah okay it's fine okay. I will read the emails <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a job application that's never gonna come true <laughs> yeah it's just send in. Oh, we'll call you we'll call you you know yeah, yeah, don't call me, I'll call you. So, yeah, I think on the relationship front, I'm, I'm not so hard about it. This year, I'm very chill about it. Like, if I, I really feel like I have better things in life. Than, than this year just started, la. only how long? This is nine days. One so far. Uh, I think I better use of my time <laughs> of this. So, if it, if it comes, if it, if it comes, it comes. And it's in a, I feel like I'm in a transitional period, like I've said um, in the last couple of months. So, it's kind of like, 
how is this also going to complement the whole the life? Mm. Yeah, the whole change that I'm trying to make. So not on the on top of the priority list. Um, my auntie did say something that was very interesting. She said, um, I think you need to find somebody uglier than you for this relationship to work. <laughs> This is like a new kind of uh, <laughs> advice that I've heard in my life. Yeah, my thinking that I look at her like, why? Like, what, 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 where's this coming from? And then she <laughs> points to the cover. It's like, you see, you see, the, the girl is like quite very pretty and then the guy is like not so pretty. So they, they like compliment each other well, you know? Yeah. Oh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this my. is very interesting. And then the I was like, so which supermarket should I go to to find this? <laughs> I think you need to go to the one at uh, Raffles City The no, Atas one Is it called Jason's Place or something like that? Or Cold Storage I think huh? yeah, Cold Storage I, yeah. Yeah, then I was just telling her You know I need to go to NTUC I think the probability of meeting people Like there is actually more sample sizes Instead of going to like Cold Storage It's smaller right We <laughs> have a whole laugh about it But at the same time What she say is kind of true Like there is always a a reject and a settler in a relationship but at the same time it's a very strange analogy to say that you're fucking ugly so I want to be with you but isn't it very superficial so use looks to, to yeah. determine yeah I mean if the person is more like stewardship like more service like very attentive and like do sweet things to know to elevate your anxiety like knows you that way but doesn't look that great I think that is a more po- politically correct way of describing a man Mm. You know what I mean? Like you don't yeah. have to look the best, but you are a very attentive person. And then you like do sweet things that complements my life. Then I think that's good enough. I mean, like when we look for a partner, we don't just see the face. I mean, face is obviously a plus point if you look extra pretty to the person that yeah, you know, good, or the extra good looking or whatsoever. But I think personality, character, the values obviously plays a part, lah. You can yeah, look like you can look like a million bucks, but your character like. You know, like trash or like, I don't know. I think that was what she was trying to say, but <laughs> I think, but that was a very very interesting way of looking at things. Oh my god, I would love to hear this kind of advice for me also. Come to me and be like, hi. Nobody wants to advise you, really, is it? No, I think they are done now. Cause my my answers want to say my next year, <laughs> next year. You got bored of your answer, ah. Oh my god, this person is just like fu yin wo. I know. <laughs> Yeah, so I think the the anxiety of the relationship is not so bad. Lah. Only people just start questioning us. But yeah, we just let them live. Ah. You want to question us, you question, you're just not going to get an answer. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, like, I would love to have an answer. Unless God give me a sign or like, a, you know, a contract or something to let me know about my life, then I will have an no, answer. But for now... A sign. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a lot of people giving me signs, lah, but then I'm just like, uh, I'm just sure. on sign blinking in front of you. Like, <laughs> what? I'm just like, choose not to see. It's just like, oh my god, no, no, no. I'm too busy. <laughs> yeah, who knows what's going to happen. But that, again, is we have to acknowledge the anxiety. To anxiety, that, that's not something I can control as well. I know, yeah. And then, I mean, like, coming to this point, right? Like, now we are in our 30s. Like, going to be 30s already, right? Like, obviously, like, the part about reproduction has been a topic. Like, me and my best friends were talking about it. One of them actually was in Taiwan. Um... She actually went to go to the she went to a fertility clinic just for consultation for the whole process. And I also have colleagues that are trying for kids. And yeah. then like they're going through treatment uh, just to to have a baby and stuff like I that. Think and then, it's very common now. Yeah, then on my end, I'm I'm also thinking like, I mean, as much as I feel that maybe I'm not gonna get married in the in the next few years' time, but if I eventually do, do I want to do like 
you know, freezing eggs, the whole process now first, so that, you know, I have something that is off my chest. I don't think about, oh my God, by the time when I'm 39, say, for example, I meet somebody, I want to get married, I want to have kids, you know, by then, at least I still have my fresh eggs when I was in my <laughs> early 30s. I was about to say in the beginning of you bringing this up is, wow, not enough for talking about our relationship. Now you want to talk about my parts. <laughs> really, yeah. Like, no, no, but this is like something that no, the no. anxiety is real la, and since you're talking about this before when the the law passed last year about it freezing mm-hmm. and I think we have we have a lot to say but um now that it's been about six months or more of people egg freezing we still don't know what's the statistics of the amount of women that has freeze their eggs and mm. what they tend to do and the the legal aspects of freezing eggs like whether you can transport your eggs out and um get it uh, fertilize somewhere and start somewhere where it's cheaper or do you have to like, there's a lot of um, grey areas surrounding this in Singapore specific. yeah and I also think that I mean as, as much as the bill has been passed that um, they allow non-medical reasons to freeze it right. in Singapore now right but they don't really have a lot of uh, information on that yet right. because like the when I was researching about it in Singapore like it's still based on the news that was telling us that the bill has passed, but whether or not the hospitals or like the clinics are actually, you know, taking inquiries and stuff, I have not seen it yet. So uh, I'm not sure. We're very keen to talk about this when it came, first came out last year, but we feel like um, there is, again, a lot of gray area. Um, the whole idea of freezing is was still not a very, very mainstream situation in Asia. Um, but like Misha is saying, um, we, once we get people who have done it or we've known people who have done it that we can invite as a guest or statistically um, in the papers it comes out like a review of a year in review of this thing, mm. then we would have enough legs to talk about this and if we can invite someone that's Singapore who has freeze their eggs and maybe go through the process, it would be best for that for us to present that as a topic but at the same time um your friend who went to Taiwan is a very very common thing in Taiwan mm, and yes the, and in terms of cost actually is the one of the most cost effective place to do it yes. I actually have the research for Taiwan onwards the lake on how much mm. like the US and everything those I already have the research I am just lacking the Singapore POV and once that is done we can do a I think a mm, yeah on, but anyway, that, that, that's my anxiety as well uh, yeah. To reproduce human beings <laughs> You have to be below 35 for this to happen I have this year to decide if I want this to happen and No, la, I think 30, be, below 35 is the best age yeah. To, to yeah. conserve the eggs <clears throat> If I want to do it, I will have even I have not even First, I have not even started considering about it And second, I feel like I don't really see the point of doing it so I, I, this has not even come under my radar yet. So like you said, start thinking and everything. I maybe have like now three years max for this to happen, right? Yeah. So far, no indication of of anything. Yeah, you can. I start. have air, but I scared of the whole process because there's needles that needs to be poked into your body. That's yes, my concern. My dear, you have, you have time to do that. Yeah, because it's a whole cycle and things. Okay. We have six weeks to two months, I think. But on this note, like just stop asking people whether they have, they are gonna have kids or not. Because <laughs> maybe they really have issues with their bodies, you know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a very sensitive <laughs> topic to talk about. I mean, uh, so far none like newborn wise. Uh, I think in my family there was only one, so I think it was okay. But I think in terms of production productivity, rate, <laughs> productivity. it's normal lah. Huh? That is very slow. So yeah. <laughs> we, we have new dogs though, so we're playing with dogs instead of kids this year, which is good. Which is good. Yeah, and I'm also happy to say that because my circle of close friends have their fur babies I'm now 
less afraid of animals. Yeah, she has softened. She now like holds kids and and animals. She can yes. I can I can deal with them. <laughs> Becoming maternal guys, which is so <laughs> Excuse- I'm done. Just deal with humans is enough, you know? <laughs> yeah. I've so- changed. Yeah, it's fine I can have either so we'll see we'll see we're, we're open to that when it comes to that okay I didn't know you were talking about you were thinking of the egg freezing thing so that's something new uh, <laughs> you have uh, five seconds in your schedule have to think <laughs> five seconds yeah think about it. don't have time like, after this counting already because think about other stuff seriously <laughs> you have more than enough to think about yeah okay so I think that's the I think it also boils down to the fact that you're a bit anxious that your body doesn't have the time anymore, right, to produce fresh eggs. Sounds like a part, but there's always a... a it sounds like a product, eh? Eggs are no longer fresh, like, excuse me. Okay, okay um, let's not forget that um, on top of all these societal expectations, um, you also have your mental well-being to take care of, mm. right? is directly impacting your mental well-being like no matter what messages people that you meet so uh, what say you about taking care of yourself yeah so I think last year we also shared in a few podcasts some of the coping mechanisms of myself is like I need to be active so I dance and then I did my personal training kind of workout kind of thing just to make myself feel more energetic in a day and also keep myself in shape basically and I think it's also becoming like becoming like an outlet for me to um, release my stress in um, directly or indirectly so I think that's one thing that I've been consistently doing in the past, I used to do reading as well. Like in 2020, 2021, I read a lot. But then 2022, because we were getting a bit more busy, no excuses, but I've stopped reading for a year. Yeah, but your <laughs> intent for 2023 was to read more, right? Yes. So actually, I have not even like placed my orders for new books and stuff, which I need to start doing it already. Yeah. So this is this year, I'm going to go back to reading again. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So speaking of... Uh taking care of yourself. So I think your little bit of concern or anxiety about not enough time to go and do your exercises to keep yourself balanced, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I think that that is why. Because that has been such a large part of you for the last two years and I feel like, I also feel a bit scared for you when it comes to this. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously, time, you have to have time to force. Remember we had this conversation, you need to force yourself to be accountable, right? And then, we talk about our intentions. So I'm happy to share that I've made myself accountable. I've oh my God. I've signed up for two different classes on Mondays and Saturdays. So I, Ooh. yes, I am making myself accountable up to April at this point. So I, I repaid the money, so I have no choice but to go, right? And um, yeah, so I think that's part of taking care of myself. Unfortunately, I have not penned down my intentions. I've just keep. Uh, reminding myself that I need to be accountable so as long as I'm checking my boxes I think um, you know doing you'll be good yeah um, don't stress over it don't stress over it because like I was sharing with Misha like literally yesterday the the part about being stressed about something or being anxious about something is because you've been putting putting the thought instead of the action to it Mm. realize the moment you did the first step of researching let's say to get to a class or finding out how much it is and then you start planning that's where the stress and anxiety goes away because you're actually doing something yep agree I totally agree but of course like 
recently, because my workouts, right, on weekdays, it starts from 6 a.m. So there's a few slots, like 6 a.m., 7.30, 9.15, and then 6.30 p.m. Yeah. So every morning, if I need to go back to the office, obviously I need to do like the either 6 a.m. or 7.30. a.m., but it's like a debate with myself. Like yesterday, it was Saturday. So they do have one session at 9.30. I'm just like, it's 9 o'clock. Should I wake up? <laughs> yeah. But Should you, I wake up? So in the end, I woke up. <laughs> yourself and you know, like, it needs to be sustainable. Ah. Like, yeah, Corella. So, I mean, I'm I'm trying to not be like so stressed about it. Like even if my body is changing very slowly. Because I mean, I'm not big in general. So even like my trainer was also telling me that the changes in my body is, is going to be very slow because I'm not big in general. So unless like I really cut down on the certain things that I'm eating, which I don't want to, then I can see the change quickly. But I don't want to, like, why would I want to force myself to do that? Right? Yeah. So I'm, just, I'm happy with my progress, obviously. And I keep telling myself, like, this is something that I've been telling myself since the start of this year is to stop stressing myself over little things that, you know, I cannot control. Yeah, and if you think about the exercise and you're, like, dreading it, then you will not be sustainable. Yeah, correct. Eventually, right? Yeah. Like, getting the excitement back is very difficult because, like, Mm. I resonate a lot to your reading thing. Like, before before the phones and everything, right, pre-phones, I used to read a lot. And then I love reading. Like by that, I go like seven, five to seven books a week when I was studying. Oh my god, so, yeah, that's after, very good. Hey, yeah, but after that, I just lost, I got distracted and I lost this hmm. love for reading. So, I, I, I mean, it's not, not in me to find it back. I know it's not practical. I do have a Kindle sitting around, so it's, it's really about what you set out to do, law and be that building that discipline mus- muscle is very difficult. Yeah, I agree. There are a lot of things like I am very anal when I do my classes with my teachers, right? I always tell them to can we have consistency because I don't like it when my schedule gets screwed up. And then yeah. which means that I need to accommodate to this thing and makes me feel a bit like, okay, I don't want to do it really. Since it's so troublesome, I need to fix my schedule to that. The you convenience know? for yourself and, and the sustainability portion is very important. Like you know that it's on the way, by the way, after work or something like that. Mm. Then you're going to do it. But if it's like out of your way, you know, you yeah, then it makes you feel very I mean, like in that, it's just a very big take. You're like, oh, why am I putting in so much and, going and round? You, and you can give, you can find ways to give yourself excuses. That's the linchpin to this whole thing. Yeah. If you manage to find ways to give yourself excuses to not do it. First, obviously, you don't have discipline. Nah. Second, you just don't know yourself well enough. Huh? Mm, agree. Agree. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think the in general format to have a good mental health or whatever you call it is to really go and find what is your coping mechanism okay just talk to people if you want to call a friend like that friend must be it has to be a mutual thing like what do you listen to you rant over work and stuff like that yeah but i mean there's a lot of different coping mechanisms but here are some of ours are exercising reading you know doing things that um you know, interest us maybe i should start crocheting (laughs) you should eh? my my relative like one of my aunt-in-law she actually crochet right very well and she created bags for mm. herself for her kids and it's really very nice and I thought about it should I go and learn as well but then I don't have patience they don't, but this is the flip side of things is uh, your <laughs> learn patience right mm-hmm. the thing is again this is one of the things that I love to do I love cross-stitching I used to do that when I was in secondary school so I, I really enjoy the creative process, which I think I'm this year my intent was to like 
tap into my creative outlet a little mm. bit. It's the Zumba and the dance stuff. And used, used to be, in our agency days, we always tap into our creative side, right? And then now, yeah. it's like, something is missing when you don't get to exercise your creative muscle. Mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, the point is true because I felt like last year when I was writing my own stuff, it's so difficult to be creative because I feel like I'm confined into a box of how things are supposed to be run. Yeah. And yeah, there was some drama like um leading up with, with one of the MC, which I think I shared with Joyce before. I don't really remember. But yeah, so I mean, the creative process part, I felt like I really lost it since I left our agency many years back. It's a muscle, right? You got to work mm. it. Okay, but the thing, wow, you mentioned just found yourself another thing to put into your 2023. What? To be creative. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's in my list. It's just that what kind of creativity I want to go for. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but the thing, the thing about about picking up new things or putting in things in your schedule means giving up. It's like opportunity cost, giving up one thing in your life because you only have 24 hours in a day. When you say I literally have better things to do, I seriously, I only have that amount of time, right? So doing that crocheting or whatever, does that mean that when people are talking to you, you are like crocheting? Like when we are podcasting, then we're like crocheting. Is that, is that, is that what, how we're going to fit this into our schedule? I mean, we can, you know, you, I don't know whether you remember the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, there's this diver called Tom Daly. Yes. He was crocheting while waiting for his turn and stuff. That's his coping mechanism to make him oh. feel like less stressed and stuff. But he can do interviews and crochet at the same time. Oh, I know. I can totally do that. So when I'm in the meeting, that could have just been an email. I'll be crocheting. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, distressing and stressing myself at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can do it. Right? I mean, obviously, like, don't, don't make it so weird. Lah, like, you know. No, yeah, it's, it's literally pockets of time. I've seen people who are in the train crocheting. Wow. Yeah, I used to read only when I'm commuting because that's the only time that I have for myself. I know. And, and yeah. I remember how thick your books are and how heavy your bag is. So Uh-huh, yeah. I remember. That's why, like, there's one book that is still in my shelf I have not finished reading. I had this conversation about having a Kindle and you're like, no, I like the... I like the paper. That's why I, I didn't... I like it. I like the smell of new books too, but... I really don't have space for another freaking book in my house. <laughs> I know. I changed my uh, shelf in my room to a smaller one because I gave away all my old books. But then like 2020, 2020, well, I read a lot. Now it's filled. And I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> See, uh, it's, a, it's a new world problem space, right? So maybe yeah. we a book club. Then we keep ourselves accountable and we get to rotate the book. <gasps> book club? Uh? Which day? I need to check my schedule. <laughs> <laughs> See, now we're finding it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's put reading and crocheting or whatever things that got to do with needles into the... I'll exploit when I have time left. <laughs> let's not let's not push ourselves. It's only the fourth week of the year, girl. <laughs> We've been pushing ourselves like as, as much as my conscious can remember I've been pushing myself. <laughs> I mean, this conversation has been just going on for like the last, I don't know, half an hour. But there's so many new things that's coming up. Oh my God, come our tits, all right? We've found another five things that we want to do and <laughs> it's the fourth week of 2023. God damn it. Okay, okay. So, okay, let's let's conclude. Um, Not crocheting, reading aside. Um, I think the general takeaway so far is finding what is your coping mechanism. Be Correct. Yeah. Or whatever. You can do whatever. All right. Podcast. Yeah, yeah that's, I was telling Meishan, this is like free therapy for us, podcast. <laughs> and then get people to listen to your problems and all of them like the same problems. Fantastic. Thanks for resonating with us, guys. <laughs> problems. <laughs> then 
we can berate your problems in public. <laughs> hey, we should open this segment up. That's quite fun. Okay, what, yeah. else, what else do you do to conclude your anxiety? Make it go away? I think like, because I'm sitting at my desk now, so to, today's podcast, we're not um, seeing each other face-to-face because oh, of our schedule. One year, we have not done a remote. Like, yeah. know, the first time we're doing remote. Yes, this is the first time that we're doing remote. So as I'm sitting at my desk, I have this like um post-it that's at my shelf. I always tell myself to breathe. So I think when I'm very, very stressed out, um, be it work or in my personal life, I always pen down like um encouraging notes or post-it and I would just paste it so that whenever I turn to it, like I just tell myself, okay, okay, it's it's gonna end, it's gonna end. And just trust the whole process brief and just brave it through and I think we also acknowledge like just now while we were talking before the podcast is that we need to face the problem <laughs> if not the problem will always be there face the, face the fear yeah face the monster because I mean when I was younger when I was studying in say uh, in school secondary school especially leading up to O-levels that's where you have a lot of stress because you don't know whether you can do well for O-levels and things like that so I try to like avoid certain subjects to study like I will always make that the last because I just don't want to look at it. But then I think about it again. Just like if I do it now or do it later, it's the same one. I still need to yeah. study it, right? The, so just between now and later, you are have this nagging feeling. Correct, back. it's in your head. So might as well just get it done. Yeah. Go for it. Instead you know? of complaining, start taking the first step and face the monster. Take make the action the forerunning so yeah. you even think then. Think, sit there and thinking about it and, mm. and say never mind later I'll do it later I'll do it I tell you it feels horrible yeah agree so just face face it and I think most importantly is to just relax really just relax <laughs> things will fall into place that's true <laughs> but at, at the at the height of your anxiety or when you're stressed and then I say Bisha relax I think you're gonna kill me oh. yeah I will kill you eh I'll be like stop telling me to relax okay relax I a- am relaxed yeah, but not enough. <laughs> this does it not relax. But the, the <laughs> next thing is like a double-edged sword, right? If you don't finish your shit, you cannot relax. So if you tell, keep telling yourself that you do all this shit, right? Get up and finish all your chores. Then you finally sit down for the next four hours to relax without a thought in your mind. Use that as an incentive to encourage yourself. Yeah, I think what happened last year was was a good episode for us to be busy, but then like we still have our personal life after that. Mm. So while I was having my personal trip in in Japan last year, I really didn't think about work. Like it was just like okay, what 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 is work? Work is done. Yeah, <laughs> but we do feel like the, because of how this year is going at at the fourth week of January, um, it's really going to push us to that that mm. about our mental well being and 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 dealing with anxiety and stuff like that so like I think while we are exploring our anxiety and telling ourselves it's fine um, we also find ways to deal with it and we just have to see how things go and what we have practiced in the last two years of handling our anxiety is now put into practice because things are really coming back yeah the acceleration of things this year I'm scared yeah but I'm ready <laughs> that is that feeling right I'm raring to go and then you know but then things keep Things keep changing and shit keeps coming to feed the fan. So, okay, um, let's 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 say let's all breathe. Let's all like nobody's going to die. I think <laughs> a very important line last year from last year. Nobody's going to die. Right? Nobody's gonna die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, nobody's <laughs> going to die. You know, if we expect so much from ourselves, what people see is that oh, she's already at hundred. Or why is she expecting more from this? You know, like on the outside, everybody's like, yeah, it's fine. But sometimes it's just the inner events that we have to. To control mm. it's really us sometimes uh-huh yep yeah so okay 
write down everything, you know, take a walk, whatever it is, find ways to make yourself feel better and make time for yourself. That is very important. Yeah, even if it's like five minutes, that five minutes is for yourself, just do it. Like what? Shit in peace, is it? Yeah, like, shit in peace is also very good, right? You know, your digestive system needs that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. On that note, I really don't know how um, mother of one or mother of two does it, you know, does it all work. <laughs> shit together with the kid. Cannot even shit in peace because the children is at the door, you know? So, kudos to all those people with families out there. But, you know, as a young, single, 30 plus year old, that's, that's all we have to give, okay? <laughs> What kind of advice is this? Oh my that's, my, this that's all I know how to deal with whatever I'm dealing with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think anxiety is just out there. So just relax. And anything else you want to share with the listeners? Nothing. I think my favorite line has always been your anxieties have anxieties. Don't don't let that happen. Don't let that control you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So with that, if you have any feedback, topics that you want us to discuss or talk any, about, any information. Yeah, please send me, send me. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, you can always reach us at notenoughasia one point five five gmail dot com. Till the next time. Goodbye.